Hello, friends, and welcome to episode three of Misconceptions. I'm your host, David White. Now, as you can see, today's episode is going to run a little long. It is our first combat-heavy episode of Misconceptions, and so we're going to introduce you to the combat rules and everything like that. But with that being said, I'm not going to waste time with doing an intro that's very long today, uh, so let's just get straight to the action. Previously on Misconceptions. Yeah, so this guy's on the ground, and everybody's kind of, uh, not panicky, but little excited. And this guy is going to kind of push himself up off the ground, and he's going to take a wild swing at Bill. Uh, my fist is cocked back, and though I've got a long sleeve shirt on, you know, whenever you're moving around and stuff, the sleeve come, usually comes back a little mm-hmm. bit, a few inches. And you see on the tattoos on my wrist that they're glowing, and they start crawling up my wrist, and then they pull out of my skin and form brass knuckles around my fist Mm -hmm. as I'm throwing, and I make connection, and this guy hits the ground. So I, like, (laughs) grab him by his legs and pull him outside. (laughs) You start to drag him, and I realize that this is going to take a while, so I get the head and arms and, like, lift him so we can carry him. So you see these, like, vines kind of come up, um, and they tie themselves around his hands and then tie around his feet. And then um, instead of doing, like, vines around his mouth, because that would just be painful and unnecessary, um, there's, like, a very thick leaf-type structure that is kind of, like, the width of a bandana, and it, like, wraps itself around why does he have a leaf over his mouth? That's not gonna work. So I pull it's my, touch- I pull my sock yeah. off, and I stuff it into That's his mouth. Disgusting. <laughs> there, that ought to, oh, that ought to tie him off. It's also a nice little punishment too. That's yes, just but the question is, who is he, and why are we punishing him? That's and good. why are we a we? I'm punishing him because he knows information that I need. And this dingus over here, just sitting dingus. around. Yeah, I was dingus. about to shoot him. Oh my gosh! I just need answers. I don't need the arguing. I, I needed information from this guy to go assist me in collecting debts from somebody else. Why were you after this man? He was a drug dealer, and he's dealing these really dangerous drugs that, for some reason, make people really violent and start attacking people, like, as if they're, like, bears or something. It's really strange. So I was tracking him so I could see where he got these drugs from, because no one knows where these drugs came from. They disappeared a couple months ago, and I just, it was really bad stuff, so I wanted to make sure. And what were you going to do about it? Um, I was going to incapacitate him with my incapacitator gun. Thank you. What are we going to do with him now? We can take him back to my office. It's pretty secure. All right, so we transition to uh, Rin's business. Look, man, it straight up looks like you peddle used dictionaries out of this place. It's perfect, because when this guy wakes up, he's, he's going to think, oh, this is a place where people bring other people to torture them. So I guess it works for our uses. Yo, what's going on, man? What's a, What's... Green ropes? What is this? They're vines, actually. If you could, if you could be yeah, nice to them, that would this? be What is this, Tarzan great. and Jane? Get this stuff off me. I'm going to reach into his pockets. Yo, 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 man, that's my private property. You can't be digging around my pockets. I pull out whatever's in his pockets. Okay, you pull out a little baggie with uh, some pills inside. 
Let me just go back to my office. I'll investigate what this is. You just keep asking questions. All right, Pedro. I know you hang out with Marcus. And I checked a couple of places where he's supposed to be. And he's at neither of those places. I'm sure he's talked to you about what's going on. And that's why I know you know who Jeremiah is. And since I know that, you will know that I can do some very not nice things to you, regardless of what the people in here are saying. And I can make you tell me where he is. Mar- Marcus, you mean, you mean Dr. Malcolm? Man, I don't... Listen, he, he just found me, all right? He found me. He, he gave me these drugs, all right? And then we'll transition to Ren, who uh, gets that text while he is loading the, uh, the drugs into, you know, whatever sort of device you're going to use to uh, do that. So I've got, like, one on, like, this, like, high-tech scanner that's, like, scanning what it exactly looks like and what's going on, see if we're any kind of hidden signs of what it is, and then I've just got it into, like, different machines, like, one where it's just, like, chopping them all up and spinning it to see what happens, and just, like, numerous machines, and I've, like, distributed them to figure out what, um, what the pills are, and I roll to see. You, you... You do all these things and it like narrows it down and the shaded parts of your holographic map show up and, and narrows it down to two locations that it could be. Alright. I think that's about as useful as you'll be to us. I have a gun that I can just place a tracker in. So we can always keep track of where he is. What are you doing with him now? Say we take him to the bar and put a bunch of empty cups in front of him so that when he wakes up I think it was just a bad dream and that he had a lot to drink okay which bar are you taking him to or we just throw him in an alley with a with a half empty bottle or something that that's better yeah let's do that the city up combo of the old world and the new, of the mundane and the mystical. By day, this city is everything it seems, a city with tower and skyscrapers, potholes that never seem to stay fixed, and stiffs and ties and dames and high heels. But at night, the real nature of the city comes out. At night, the shifty-eyed stalker becomes a creature with dripping claws and a maw full of teeth. At night, cars roll down the streets with no one in the driver's seat. But when morning comes, nobody can remember how the night really went. They remember through a fog, or more appropriately, a mist. No one knows where the mist came from, or its true nature. In fact, most everyone in the city doesn't even know the mist exists. The mist doesn't just cover up either. It affects everything and everyone in the city. Changing up, warping up. Most of those affected by the mist, they take what the mist gives them to turn a profit or pursue selfish gains. But there are some, just a few, that fight the good fight. They put their necks on a line to protect the city from the nefarious ne'er-do-wells. It's not always easy. In fact, it never is. But these legends don't surrender. This is a story of a few of those legends. Their story needs to be told, and it needs to be heard. 
Alright, Tessa and Jaime, do you need to like do your voices to get back in your character? Red, yellow, leather, 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 Let's go around the table, uh, reintroduce everyone, because it has been a week since uh, you last heard all of our beautiful voices. Um, let's start on my left. Carrie, who are you playing? I am playing Esther Black. Okay. The uh, the sassy bartender, as I remember. Last time we played, uh, we got to see a little bit of your powers. You uh, reacted before it happened whenever you were grabbing Pedro's gun, whenever he broke into your bar. Tell us a little bit about your powers where do they come from kind of kind of give us a little bit of background information on that um they come from an owl ring that i received as a gift from my father um i'm just kind of figuring all that out um so i don't know um exactly how it all works um or why i have it um but we'll learn together okay and on to Tessa. Tessa, who are you playing? I am playing Fake Harbor. Okay. The Are y'all playing a maraca? What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, we'll put our maracas away. Are you doing the stupid <laughs> bottle flip with your dice blocks? No, I was trying to balance something. Jaime, why are you grabbing David's neck? <laughs> what are we talking about? Me, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Faye, you are the... Uh, Socially justice-inclined teacher. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And last time, we also saw a little bit of your powers whenever you tripped Pedro, and then you subsequently bound his body up with vines and a banana leaf. Yes, so, that is correct. So tell us, where uh, where does she get these powers? Where, uh, where does her powers originate from? Um, You know, at probably around the age of 12, Faye started having these weird flashbacks to a different time and about that same time she started being able to control the nature around her Um, and so she spent most of her teenage years kind of figuring all of that out she has a pretty good grasp on it right now but it it just kind of started with like as she would walk by plants they would get better and straighten up and mm-hmm. you know heal themselves and so she started noticing that and then she started kind of experimenting okay and she's grown it to the level that she yeah can now vine whip somebody a la bulbasaur <laughs> yes yeah. uh all right cool next let's Trademark go to zach Pokemon. yeah don't sue us nintendo i love your <laughs> new system the switch anyways uh zach who are you playing i'm playing playing Ren Pascal. Are you also praying? I'm praying. (laughs) I'm glad. We've we've gotten to see quite a bit of Ren's powers. Uh, It seems like, well, whenever Esther went to punch him in the head, she hit some metal object that was in your skull, and you have your futuristic shotgun, and you have all these cool abilities. But uh, tell us, where where does Ren get his special abilities from? Tell us more about Ren. He gets a special ability he was hit all he remembers was that he was hit by a car mm-hmm. and then he woke up in this like strange medical very futuristic facility mm-hmm. um which is where he found the prototype for the shotgun that he has now oh okay um but he woke up and saw x-rays of his brain and then also went to the doctor to make sure but his 
part of his brain is metal and he's kind of um and then also part of the skull is metal Mm -hmm. uh, where that metal brain is yeah um so he has that and so he gets all of his kind of techie powers i guess of being able to be his own wireless hub and process information quicker than when he used to um so So you have cybernetic enhancements in your brain yeah cybernetic enhancements and ren is currently working on a cybernetic enhancement for to be able to run faster and so he's going to cybernetically enhance the rest of his body Mm -hmm. cool i look forward to it um also side note metal brain good name for punk rock band uh that's that's a freebie y'all y'all get to have that Jaime, what uh we've seen a lot of bill's powers actually uh it seems to be connected to some tattoos that he keeps under his sleeve so tell me more about uh bill's tattoos where did he get these tattoos and why are they magical yeah he was a. Uh, he's kind of a punk bill I drew a lot of um, inspiration for this character from Zach and David. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, so <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> Roasted. Uh, thanks. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> he, so I mean, he, he's always been kind of slumming it, um, but he never got tattoos or anything. He's just always kind of a straight-laced person. Um, I know it seems contradictory, but yeah, except for his roll with me. Just proliferate. Oh, that yeah. word? Proliferate. Proliferous. Proliferous. Prol- I'm looking for right. the noun version of or adjective version of proliferate. Prolific. Like, comment, and subscribe if you know what the adjective oh my of gosh, uh, yeah. pro- proliferate is. Anyways, <laughs> gambling. He gambles, or he did. Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he. I was gonna say he didn't have tattoos at all until he came under his recent employee at the casino mm. and, the golden uh, flamingo casino yeah the golden flamingo so aptly named for i mean i guess golden flamingos accurate yeah okay uh and like since he started working there he just has gotten tatted up and so it might be a nod as to who he's working for mm-hmm. um and basically i've got or bill has tattoos everywhere like no. Wrist just to all across neck his to ankles okay. and um they allow him to do things which you'll know more about next time on yeah thanks for joining us for this episode uh, see you next time no just kidding um okay cool now that we've learned a little bit more about y'all and your characters let us jump in to the adventure last time we left off um y'all had just dumped Pedro, the drug dealer, uh, sans drugs in an alleyway with a tracer in him uh, and a fake tracer underneath his arm in case he ever found that one. He would think that he was okay. But anyways, um, you also found that the drugs that he had was being manufactured at one of two warehouses on the City River. Um, You have these two locations. Ren found them. He has them pulled up. Might have sent them to you in his group text. Um, So what do you want to do? not split up i beg to differ i don't trust trust that i'll get all of the appropriate information so i definitely want to go to both places velma jeez 
just ruined my Scooby-Doo themed episode already. Let's shut my glasses. I think we should split up. Uh, That's what David wants us to do. And statistically, if we split up, we're all going to die. I want to go to the location that's closest to us. Let's go to the closest one. Okay. Somebody give me a D6. High or low? Who wants to? Who wants to call it? High. You um, you come up on this warehouse on the uh, river. It's on the south side of the river, closest to Morty's. From the outside looking in, it looks to be a vacant warehouse. Uh, you know, this is the city. There are vacant warehouses where mysterious things happen all the time, and this looks to be one of them. No activity. Nobody coming in or out. Um, just very quiet. Are there any windows that we could look through? Yes, maybe on the second level almost. Like they're kind of roof windows that would shine in. I can use my cybernetic lenses to search for heat signatures. Sure. Okay. You could uh, go ahead and roll. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll use my biorhythmic scanners, scanners, cybernetic lenses, and then the heightened processing speed. Okay. Roll it without heightened processing speed. I don't think that would help you with this one. I could think faster. Okay. Nine. You look through and you do uh, you do not see any heat signatures. Let's just go in. Lead paint. <laughs> Lead paint. <laughs> okay, so where is the door? There is a large double door, very metal, very locked, because there's a lock on it. I'm going to try to pick the lock. Okay. Go ahead and roll. Uh, take the risk. Can I use my <laughs> streetwise and life lessons? Yeah, I like that. Go ahead and roll it. Take the risk. Nine. So you pull out a lockpick uh, from your jacket, stick it in the the hole, and jiggle around. <laughs> you tried so hard to avoid it. I did. That's right. Uh, stick it in the lock. It pops right open. Yes, you stick it in the lock. Pops right open. Unfortunately, your lockpick breaks uh, after you do that. So. It's a good thing I have another one. (laughs) Unlimited supply of lockpicks. But you only brought one with you. Just out of curiosity, does anybody else have a lockpick? I have anything necessary. What does that even mean? Say, I think he was trying to answer my question, but he didn't. No, no, he did. He'll be fine. He'll help us out. Is a lockpick necessary? If it is, I have it. I don't think we want to know how he has it. We just trust and, you know, go with it. It's fine. I don't trust him. Okay, let's just open the door, shall we? (laughs) All right, you uh, open up the doors, you walk inside. There are just a lot of boxes, a lot of metal shelves with boxes on them, uh, just all throughout the warehouse. So would we all like to split up and just do a quick glance through the warehouse, see if we notice anything? I don't think that that would be a good idea. Okay, it's a warehouse. We can all see each other. I've already walked off at this point, <laughs> and I'm starting to do my own casing of the joint. As you're exploring, you see that all of these boxes are tied or have the logo for a business called Legendary Solutions. You you would all know what Legendary Solutions is, but Rin, uh, Legendary Solutions is run by a man named Drace DeSantos. He is a very wealthy man uh, and a man who is very generous in giving back to the public. 
Legendary Solutions has their headquarters here in the city. And he is just a, kind of the billionaire playboy. Think Bruce Wayne. Uh, he's a billionaire playboy, a philanthropist. I guess Bruce Wayne has like a negative connotation to him. Bill, <laughs> Bill Gates is super, super into philanthropy. Yeah, I think Bill Gates. All these boxes seem to be from Legendary Solutions. So as you're going through the boxes, you're opening them up, finding different stuff. Uh, it's, it's just a lot of product. Um, merchandise, iPhone, or L-Phone 7s. Pair phones. Yeah, pair phones. I like it. GTA. it. It tastes disgusting. They put this really nasty coating on it so that dogs and babies would not stick it in their mouth. And it tastes like just just the, the worst earwax. Like you haven't washed your ears since you were born. And it's just, it kind of sticks with you for a little bit. It is a disgusting flavor really is but yeah y'all y'all go through this warehouse and i mean it's just a legendary solutions warehouse this is really strange there's no one here there's no security cameras why are all these boxes sitting here actually did we verify that there aren't security cameras because i'm pretty sure they are watching us right now uh i checked no security cameras you're completely wrong did you check yeah you did not you made that up you Security cameras, you know, security cameras he, put off so some energy. Ren, no. Ren says, yeah, I checked for security cameras as he rolls an investigate roll to look for security cameras. Ten. Yeah, there are... I slap him There's multiple the ones up in the rafters all looking down. And you, you follow the electricity current, and they are all on. Damn, we're in a tight spot. So I pull out my laptop, <laughs> and I start trying to hack into the mainframe and shut off the cameras and erase their memory. Face danger? It, it might be a face of danger or take the risk. Let me check. Let me check my uh, my printed starter set that I received from the Kickstarter. If you didn't receive yours, well, that's just too bad. Face. Oh, no, it wouldn't be a face danger. That's stupid. Uh, I'll use high-tech laptop, all the new toys, computers. Okay. I slap him in the face. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you you hack into the mainframe and you see all the red dots up in the ceiling go, and they shut off. Cool. Did he erase the memory too? No, they were they had live feeds. Yeah, they were live feeds. Well, player knowledge, not character knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So you don't know. Got it. Okay. Well, when he when he said when he said this belonged to a billionaire, it's like yeah, he's got live feeds playing. There's no doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you do manage to shut it off. Okay, so is there anything of value here with the whole legendary solutions thing, or do we need to move on? I think we should try and uh, see if there's a basement of some kind, and then that would be we, a swell idea. We should probably get out of here, though. If we don't find a basement, then we should probably just yeah. Get okay. Out. Because it looked like all those cameras, live feed. There's no recording base. Okay, so is there a basement? <laughs> what good are you, GM? I can tell you what you know. Great. Right now you do not know. Can I roll an investigative check for a basement? Why don't I'm gonna make up a new rule right now? I want you to roll a group investigate check. So elect one person to roll, and then I want each person to pick one tag that they could add to this roll, and okay. it will represent all of you investigating together. So I will roll. Okay, hear me out. Yeah. In this situation, there uh -huh. would be a lot well, of anxiety and stress. Mm -hmm. So, when you are anxious or stressed out, it is very easy to miss things that you would otherwise normally catch, right? 
Uh-huh. So the only thing that I have is calming presence. And I think that could be useful in a frantic search for a basement. So if I people are like, oh god, yeah. Okay. Just slow Accurate. down. Slow and yeah. smooth, smooth is fast. Okay. I love it. So calming presence plus one. Yeah. Uh Ren, what do you have? Cybernetic lenses. Okay. Plus one for That's the cybernetic lenses. Yeah. What about you? Investigative. <laughs> Investigative plus one. Okay. And Faye, do you have anything? Fae. Resourceful? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, Good eye? Yeah. Oh, that would yeah, work. That would work. Snake, Snake eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We, ha- we caught three, but with all four of us, it was seven. Good eye, okay. mate. Um, yeah, you, you search. You don't find anything. But as you're searching... You do hear uh, police sirens coming towards the warehouse. Ah. How uh, how are y'all going to escape the warehouse? Yeah. Is it like the tin sheet metal? Yes. Oh, easy. We just run to the wall. <laughs> what? <laughs> run through the wall? Run to the wall. Oh. And then okay. I create an ectoplasm vibroblade. God, what? What? No, I can just make a ladder with the vines and we can just climb out the window okay cool so i make a ladder mind control entangling vines okay nine nine okay where do your vines come from um anywhere as long as there's ground nearby like dirt okay. so the they soil come, from out the from window the could come in sure yeah. Uh, yeah i like the idea so blue light blue and red lights are flashing you hear some footsteps outside and from the top of the building where those windows are, squeeze their way through the window, open it up, and start working their way down to where y'all are. So uh, go ahead and roll a sneaking around. So everybody add whatever you can add. Uh, at the opening, y'all are towards the back of the warehouse, and towards the opening of the warehouse where y'all entered in, uh, s- three cops have entered, and they have flashlights and are looking around. The good news is that it is very dark in here, and uh, I mean, if you're quiet enough, they won't shine their flashlights on you. I'm so. invisible. What'd you get? I rolled two sixes. So Bill is as silent as a night. And it's almost rolling. like you've broken and entered into other places. Hmm. Interesting. And so what kind of roll are we rolling? Sneak around. Sneak around? Yeah. Can I use my streetwise and life lessons? Sure. Seven. Okay. Oh, I got nine. Okay. Um, I got eight. I'm going to say that Faye doesn't struggle that much with her own because this wouldn't be the first time that she uses these vines. And she's the one who has control over them, so they're going to help her. Uh-huh. But she spends a lot of her time trying to help Ren and Esther. And Ren and Esther, why do you need help? I just don't understand what's going on. Why do we need <laughs> vines? I'll just break the wall open. I haven't I've done a lot of... Um, climbing or working out lately since my um, father's death um so i just haven't been like super physical i've been focused on some other things mm-hmm. um so i'm not like really out of shape but the vine is a new material for me to be working with and yeah. i haven't been like exercising my normal routine so it's just okay. a bit of a struggle and so as y'all are all trying to figure out how to grip the vine trying to figure out how to climb arguing with Ren about why y'all can't just blow a hole in the wall and that be a sneaky and efficient way to escape. Uh, you you look over at Bill. Well, Bill is uh, very at home climbing up a vine <laughs> uh, and just being rascally. He's, he's 
He's like a couple of characters that I won't name for copyright reasons, but they rhyme with Dry Duper and Barzan. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he's just, he has definitely weaseled his way out of many situations before, or weaseled his way into situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's just flying. And so as the three of you start pulling yourself up, working your way up the wall, uh, one of the flashlights come over and lands on Esther. Hey, I think I got something over here, guys. The other couple, hey, what you talking about over here? Where over here? And so they all shine their flashlights on you, and they see all three of you say, Hey, Freeze, you're on private property. Wait, but we rolled. If we were yeah, successful. Yeah, yeah. You're successful, but something bad happened. Oh. So you do manage. Ten, ten you pull your way guys. up, but they see you. Can I send out an EMP shot with my brain? Do oh, you have my that power? Goodness. What the heck? <laughs> that yeah. is... It's no! Under, under all the new toys. That. <laughs> under all the new toys. Uh, I unleashed the spirit bomb. <laughs> I just book it. Because uh, we're already, we're like starting to climb. Uh, yeah. So, I'm on yeah, the outside, right? Oh yeah, you're you're on the outside. You hear, you can see the flashlights flashing around and you can hear, hey, free, free, free. All right, I'm going to sneak around the, the walls towards the front door. And I'm just going to start banging on the front door. Like, okay, and uh, they so they turn around. They're like, "Yo, there's more of them. There's more of them." And uh, and that that go, distracts Whoa. them. <laughs> it's a freaking Wookie, man! <laughs> and uh, so y'all y'all successfully get up over the wall, let yourself down to the other side, um, and the policemen are running towards the front of the building to come around and find where y'all yeah. got. So y'all escape into the uh, surrounding neighborhoods, things like that. Um, now y'all can go check out the second warehouse if you wish. Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. Okay. Also, Faye turns. Wow, thanks a lot for that. I mean, I thought you would have just run off without us. Yeah, really, I, yeah, thanks, Gorilla Man. I wanted to, but uh, Ren owes me money, so I could, <laughs> he can't pay me if he's in jail. Yeah. Well, glad to know there's a sense of loyalty there. Okay, so make it to the cops second warehouse. Dead or alive. Most oh my goodness! Why are you so violent? Why are you not? Isn't Rin a pacifist? Yeah. What? You're doing a terrible job. I shoot the police. <laughs> Hashtag pacifism. 2017. Uh, it's an incapacitator gun, so I'm leading the way to the second out. warehouse because I know the city really well. Okay. You're using a black I'm SUV. leading the way back to the SUV because we didn't okay. park like right up on it. Okay. We just parked at the front Let door. it be known that Bill is riding a horse. <laughs> oh my goodness. Made Let tattoos. it be known that Esther ran the horse over. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> you can edit that Bullseye! out. <laughs> <laughs> no! Alright, you drive over to the north warehouse, which is the other warehouse. Once again, seems abandoned. And then I pull out my laptop and check security cameras. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Can I check for people and check for security cameras at the same time, or should I do it separately? Separately. Okay. So, for the security cameras, I'll pull up my laptop. Use Code Breaker. So, the laptop and Code Breaker. Okay. And I guess the computers would work too, wouldn't it? Yeah. Okay. 11. Okay. There are cameras in here, but they have already been shut off. So, I'm going to go ahead and check for people. Okay. 
can use biorhythmic and cybernetic. <laughs> yeah, thirteen. Yeah. Okay. You uh you see a couple of signatures. Um Yeah, you see three heat signatures. So the good thing, the cameras are off this time. Yay! Bad thing, there's actually people there. So I think there's three. Well, I can't really tell. I can just see heat. Might just be some really big computers running a whole bunch of energy or three people. I don't really know. But we can shoot them. What? With my end cat. No, no, we can't. You're the greatest pacifist I've ever met. They're only Babe. down for a little bit. And Babe. they have no right memory of yes stop talking Ren. <laughs> could you uh could I'm you so could you do vines up to the up to the window yeah no that's fine I would, I would love to be able to, to get just see in straight up there sure yeah, sure have a different vantage point so Faye makes instead of doing the vines because she already did that and it's boring um she makes this bamboo stick ren and esther i need y'all to hold the end of this bamboo stick and then Bill is going to climb up, holding the front of the stick, and he's going to and climb up the wall. Just, what are you doing? I'm making the bamboo stick. <laughs> I must watch you now. No, I can help you. It's fine. You're so obviously roll, incompetent. Roll a change the game. <laughs> seven plus mind control and entangling vines, so nine. On a seven to nine, you get one juice, and you can use your one juice to inflict a status with the tier one. Uh, create or summon new objects or beings with one tag of your choice. Add a new temporary tag to one character, object, or location. Remove one tier from a status or burn one player character's tags. You could use it to make a bamboo pole one. Sure, that sounds good. Okay. Bill, go ahead and roll <laughs> a take the risk with phase plus one bamboo pole. Oh, I understand now. So the plus one is, is that what you're talking about? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah, you just you create a tag that's bamboo pole one. Got it. And then he gets to add it to his roll. Got it. Alright. I am going to also Bill is going to create a an ectoplasm construct and attach it to the end of the pole. Just in case this doesn't work out. Uh -huh. And he doesn't want to just plummet to the ground. Okay. Um Do you not trust my work? I don't trust your strength. That was a really stupid move, Bill. You should really trust her. I always trust her. Ren, shut up. How do I know that this... Oh my gosh, why does everything have to take so long in this group? <laughs> well, you know what really helps it speed up? You know what? Why don't you just climb People up the pole? screaming in the middle of... <laughs> okay. Was that Esther or Carrie? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's for our viewers to decide. <laughs> so, I use Ectoplasm Construct. I'm also using all in because this is the kind of thing okay. that yeah, yeah, you go or you fall. Okay. So it's plus one bamboo, mm -hmm. plus one construct, plus one all in. Okay. And I'm, here come the snake eyes. Six, seven, eight, nine, nine. You manage to hook your way up the side of the building. You get up to the top of the window, and uh, you look in. Uh, this warehouse is. Similar to the Legendary Solutions Warehouse. In fact, it might even be a Legendary Solutions Warehouse. But there is an area kind of towards the middle of the warehouse that has been cleared out. Uh, and there's been a lamp, well, floodlights installed on around the perimeter of this area to kind of illuminate it. In the middle of the area, you see a chemistry lab almost. There is a very large table 
which is actually just like boxes kind of pushed together and there is a lot of chemistry equipment on it and you see a man in a lab coat working with all of these different chemicals and you recognize him as the man that you are looking for uh, Marcus Malcolm as you're looking at this man the bamboo pole that you're holding on to and working on Esther and Wren not really knowing how to properly use this technique the bamboo breaks in the middle and so you have one of two choices you can fall or you can try to catch yourself on the there's not really a window seal like try to catch yourself on the window but it's still a tin building yes so if you catch yourself and slam up against the thing how high 20 feet so i'm falling or i hear this break all right so what i'm gonna try to do is it it breaks yeah i'm assuming it's going down perpendicular mm-hmm. and then it's gonna hit and i'm gonna just go so what I'm going to try to do is create a construct so as to not make a ton of noise. Create a construct that goes around the bamboo pole and has like a flat bottom so it goes like this. Mm-hmm. And I stick the landing. So you're, oh, you're going to try to ride the bamboo I'm down? I'm harnessed on the bamboo. Okay. Because I knew you were going to try doing something. And I should have I should have thought of a way to get onto the tin wall. But anyway, something bad would have still happened. So I'm harnessed into the bamboo. So if I can if I can make a platform on the bottom of the bamboo pole, so that wouldn't like fall over, you yeah, hold so itself and you would be balancing. Would just be like, um, okay, so I use ectoplasm constructs. Okay, I use all in and I think quick hands is apt. Okay, because I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Okay, and I'm gonna use plus one for the bamboo. I was gonna say you could you could probably still use the bamboo. Since you are utilizing it. Okay, that's okay. Six, um, seven, eight, nine, ten with the bamboo. Nice. Yeah, so you, you do it exactly like that. So you make this some sort of platform that does catch you, and you're still holding on to it. Uh, unfortunately, the crack of bamboo echoes throughout the night, and you hear a barking coming from inside of the warehouse. I say, Jiminy Cricket. I like okay. take the bamboo and I just throw it because I don't I don't want them to come outside and see it. So Faye runs around. Wait, where's the door in comparison to where we are? I'll say that you're on the side, halfway between the front and the back. So if you run around this way, you get to the front. If you run around this way, you get to the back. Okay, I'm going to run around to the back. Okay. Ren follows Faye. Esther follows. <laughs> I'll follow them like walking backwards keeping eyes out on people trying to come after us okay you you get around to the back nobody comes out the front of the warehouse nobody comes around the side that you're on so you're like maybe they went to the other side you go around to that corner you look down that way there's still nobody on that side all right what's everybody's ideas for the best ways to get in here what is the ultimate goal once we get inside we need to find out what these drugs are right Yes. Bill, update us on what you saw. Alright, so I saw Dr. Malcolm, the guy we're looking for, and there was definitely chemicals and uh, chemistry sets, so they're doing stuff in there right now, and I think we really have to get in because I think they're going to try to get out of here. 
from some other way. Did you see how many people that were? I only saw one. Okay. And and we had a dog barking. So is a better way to like climb in through the windows and try to sneak in, or do we need to just bust down the front door and go with it? Bill, what do you know about Malcolm? Like, is he super violent? Is he super strong? Like, I, I, we literally just know his name and that he does bad things. Mm-hmm. Well, did he look strong? No, he was. He's kind of a. He's kind of a wren. Uh, he's very flimsy looking, and <laughs> he looks kind of like a trout. Uh, <laughs> Sounds uh, like I could take him. I That's my could. thought too, and we could handle the dogs. I mean, you could with your weird thing, you could create some sort of net or whatever. Yeah, I could just stab him. Oh no, Whoa, no, no, not the dog. Yeah, you no. cannot kill the dog. No, Fanessa throw fit. Plasm kennels, hey, you are connected to nature. Why don't you just like talk to the dog? Can I do? calm down? Can, does my inspire calm work on animals? You could use too? a vine muzzle. <laughs> that was Banana very weird. That was not Please a good noise. Please cut that out. Um, Stop! I, I think my Inspire Calm can also work on animals, so I'm planning on using that when we go in. I mean, you can try. I mean, we're also assuming there is no try. There is only two. Oh, excellent. We're also assuming... Oh, <laughs> okay, wait, so we're going to go in the front. We're not going to sneak in. I, I say we go in the front. Okay, cool. Let's I make an ectoplasm bolt cutter. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Boom. Ten. Okay. Yeah, you successfully mm. clip the clip the bolts, take it off, and then you uh, pull open the door as quietly as you can. It still goes... But not like... I so it's not silent. Okay. You walk in. Uh, the, entire, the entire rest... <laughs> the entire rest of the warehouse is dark, except for this part in the middle uh, which is partly obscured by boxes because there are boxes in between you and the illuminated area Ren can you look for his heat signature go ahead and roll investigate I think you need to prepare your vines because I'm thinking that it's gonna be when we find sticky. him you're gonna need to shut it down yeah no I agree I guess in my head and I probably should have clarified this my bad I'm clarifying it now um I like in this kind of situation, I have the vines just like near me, like they are already up from the ground and just kind of like, following, like following me. I so, do they it. stretch like an indeterminate amount of space to like be sure. next to you? Sure. What do you get? Seven. You can't make out exactly where he is, but you still see that he is near the middle of the warehouse. Oh, he doesn't even care that we're here. The heck? He's so busy. All right, I'm going to prepare. Ectoplasm. Wait, before you do I got that, my gun ready as well. I mean, we were going into a warehouse, so before we cause a big commotion, what if I just send in my vines and kind of wrap them up real quick? That could be a silent, easy way for us to figure out what's going on. He may not even resist all that much. I mean, you you know he's in the middle of the warehouse, but you don't know exactly where he is. Oh, okay, never mind. I could go in and distract him. And as I'm talking to him, you know, just BSing, and as we do, uh, you could kind of sneak up on him and wrap him up. Sounds good. So Faye heads to. Nope. 
because we don't know exactly where he is. So I follow, but probably at like a five foot distance so that I can get behind him once we kind of figure out what we're looking at. Esther, Ren, did y'all come with us or are y'all hanging back? I'm going around. Me and Esther are like fanning out. Yeah, so I'm just trying to like see what I can kind of gather from the surrounding areas. Hello? Are you there, Doc? Are you the one who's selling the uh, chemistry set on Craigslist? I step out from between the boxes into the light. There are these two massive dogs, uh, just mutts. Well, they just have chains running from their collars into the darkness. Um, But they are much larger than dogs should be. And these chains are much thicker than most dog chains would be. But as you step out into the light, they jump up at you and their muscles tense against the chain links against their necks. Holy Um, crap, what the... The dogs jump at you. You do not see Dr. Marcus Malcolm. I get really close to the dog, and I go... Okay, you get right out of the reach, and they it infuriates them. They're just <laughs> opening their mouth, their gaping mouth, just trying to devour you, and you're just out of reach. And then I walk towards the table. Yeah, you walk right in between them, and they just they kind of follow along the perimeter of what they can reach. Um, and you walk towards the table, and you see yeah a lot of a lot of chemistry equipment. And at the end of the table, at the end of this assembly line that he has been working on, you see little pouches, baggies, and pill bottles of drugs similar to the ones, or of this exact same type that you found on uh, Pedro. From somewhere in the darkness, you hear a voice. Did they send you to get me? Do you have something stuck in your throat, mate? No, but I look like a trout. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Uh... I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just here to buy something from you. They, they want, want what, what I, I took, took from them back. back. I'm, I'm not, not giving it back. Okay, that's a really cool story and all. I'm just here to make a purchase. Faye is moving towards the voice at this time, like very stealthily. Okay. Roll and investigate to see if you know uh, where the voice is coming from. Because it's, it's bouncing off the steel walls oh and everything. Oh my goodness. <laughs> she can't be that far from him. Because she was yeah. right behind Bill. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I want to add something regarding being a teacher and just having that. I guess flexible. I'm going to add flexible attention because she's able to kind of discern from having okay. to sit in her classrooms. Okay. Stuff. Nine. It's definitely coming from the right. So you start making your way over there. Okay. You can tell, tell Jacoby that he was a blind fool to trust them. This is the way to use this drug. Not for some some holy war, some stupid fight, but for money. That's what I'm doing. I'm gonna be rich, and I'm gonna run this city in a way that they never could. And you're not gonna stop me, you little snot-nosed punk. You lackey, looking at their boots. You're dead. And right at that moment, you hear chains hit the ground as the dogs rush out at you and the chains go slack. And whatever was holding them is gone. Roll a face to danger as one of the dogs leaps at you. The one that you went to. All right. I will use 
ectoplasm constructs to like the the tattoos on my calves are going to go straight down and like push me up into the air. Um, cool. Just basically turn into like really tall stilts. Sweet. Okay. Are they like are they like spring loading? Like are they just shooting you up and you're standing on stilts now? They're, they're like they're like. Or are you like spring spring hill jacking over these? It's like pushing me up, like I'm standing on two columns. Okay, cool. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Thirteen. Okay. Yeah, you uh you, zoom, get right up above these things and they just clatter right past you. I moon the dogs. <laughs> oh my. God. Yes, you do. Idiots. Um, all right, so from the middle of the warehouse, uh, you can hear the rustling of chains and the, the just rapid barking of ferocious dogs. Uh, what do the rest of you do? Or what does Bill do? Since this, is, since this is our first combat of misconceptions, uh, I should explain that there's no initiative in a City of Mist. You just kind of <laughs> describe how things happen and uh, work from there. And How close do I have to be to inspire calm? I mean, it's not like an area effect. It's just how how do you use your tag to inspire calm? I'm gonna start making my way towards them and just like I don't know. I'm being very like mellow in my approach and just trying to like kind of ease the situation. Okay. Uh, describe it. Describe it cinematically. How are how are you doing that? Here, buddy. You're okay. Come down, little buddy. You're okay. Okay. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll. <laughs> What'd you get? Hey guys. Oh man. So so you're you're trying to you're trying to talk nice to these dogs, trying to get their attention. Uh, so the one that like jumped and leapt at Jaime, he's over on the other side of the the lit area. At Bill. Yeah, that leapt at Bill. Uh, the other one turns towards you and he kind of starts walking towards you. He has his head cocked in that you know curious sound way. And uh, you're like, hey, it's gonna be okay. You're okay. And then all of a sudden he just lets out like this ferocious bark, and you take a shaken two status. Uh, it just the bark was unexpected, right in your face, and it, it really shakes you up. Uh, who else? I'm gonna go. I've, I'm like going around. They don't see me still because mm-hmm. I'm quiet, and I incapacitate again. I've got that out. Mm-hmm. Can I say that I'm pretty close to one of the other dogs that just don't see me? One that's kind of close to hiding. Sure. Me, I since guess. I guess since Esther went around this way, you could have gone around the other way, yeah, which would have put you left. towards the top of the lit area, I guess, where this other dog is. Yeah, so, so. I'm, I'm going to pull that out and then have my cybernetic lenses kind of like zoom in um, and then the incapacitator gun to shoot and then just to this will just not paralyze the dog, but this will yeah, mess with its nervous it system. Yeah, put it to yeah, sleep. Put it to sleep yeah. Basically. Okay. In the way they put him to sleep at the pound. No. Oh gosh. Ten. Ten. Okay. Um. What kind of status? Or I guess this. I should have said what this was. This was a hit with all you've got. So you rolled a ten plus. So you get to choose one of those things from the uh, hit with all you've got. So I'm gonna say that 
I gain an advantage on the field. And then I secure a superior position. So Ren is sneaking around, sees what happens to um, Esther. Esther. And so I run in and I shoot the first dog and it falls asleep. Well, that will depend on what your tag is. How much How much uh, power did you roll with? Two. Okay, so you're hitting him with a plus two status. Yeah. Okay. So you'll run and shoot him with your incapacitator gun and what do you do? with your secure good position and gain an advantage on the battlefield um i notice that there's like a higher ledge kind of like one a of those pile of boxes maybe yeah a, yeah a, a pile of boxes that are full of stuff obviously mm. and so i kind of shoot and i see the dog go down and i run up to that higher ledge that gives me advantage to either shoot at the chemistry guy because uh, i don't really know him mm-hmm. if he tries to shoot at someone else or shoot at the other dog if it tries to attack esther okay and you're a you chose gain an advantage on the battlefield, which gives you one juice. So if you look over at change the game, you can use your juice to do one of those top uh, change the game things. Um, and before you do that, go ahead and give me a status for the uh, the dog that you did shoot with your incapacitator gun. So you had a plus two status. Mm-hmm. So what is what kind of status are you inflicting on him? What's the name of it? Dreams away. <laughs> dreams away okay yeah. so you hit him with a dreams away two status so go ahead and write that and give it to me what do you want your uh advantage tag to be your plus one advantage tag uh higher ground nice okay yeah. go ahead and give yourself a higher ground two or high ground one sorry um what else or who else um so the minute that Faye heard um the end of Malcolm's speech and him dropping the chain, she started sprinting towards where she last heard the sound. Okay. Um, and I'll, I'll say that you, after knowing kind of where he was and then hearing the dropping of the chains, you book it and you see him kind of crouched behind a couple of boxes, little shrimpy dude in a lab coat. Okay. So I still have my vines that have been following me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important with these vines to note that, like, it's like they're awkward because they have now been following me through the warehouse. Uh-huh. They've been following you for a couple right. of dozens of feet. Right. And they're coming out of the ground from the front door. So, uh-huh. like, they're just kind of a mess. So, you're starting to be able to notice these, like, vines now mm-hmm. that have followed me. So, the minute I see him, I send them straight to him to bind wrists, feet. Since he doesn't know you're there yet, go ahead and roll a hit with all you've got. Okay. Same mind control over nature and entangling vines tags. Yeah. Eight plus two, so ten. So you get ten plus, you get to choose one of those. Or you get to choose two of those. Okay, so I'll do you get them good and hold his attention. And I okay. guess I get him not like more with just the shock because he didn't know I was mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, he was completely focused on Bill and then Esther popping out and then Rin popping out and shooting one of his dogs in the butt. It's just scattered. Right? Yeah, right. he did not see you coming and right. your 50 foot long vines. <laughs> so what is the status that you hit him with? Entangled and confused. Okay. And at what level? Um, I had two power tags and then the one tier. So would that be three? Yeah, that would be three. Okay. Yeah. So you, you vault over these boxes and he hears you. And as he turns around, it's too late as your vines wrap around his, you said his wrists and his ankles. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he just is completely entangled in these vines and falls down and says, No, 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 they're coming for me. They're going to find me. Faye turns and yells, Bill, Bill, come this way. 
because she knows that he's the one who like obviously needs this guy for some random reason. Yeah. So <laughs> Bill Bill turns and looks at Faye, and then the dog at Bill's feet turns and looks at Faye. Her? I'm still because the dog still needs to be calmed. Yes. Yeah. It is. It was shot in the butt, and so you saw like these blue veins creep out from where it was shot, but then they disappeared. Kind of. It's it's kind of limping where Ren shot it, but it is still up. And the other dog's just fine. Isn't it? Yeah, the other <coughs> dog has not been touched. All right, I'm dropping the people's elbow on the other dog because he's right under me. Do it. I'm just gonna go. That's two elbow slaps. Uh, and I'm just gonna jump and go straight down. And I'm gonna use a plus one from falling because I'm dropping down onto this dog. Uh, I'm using ectoplasm constructs, obviously. Soul Crusher, yeah. How are you using the ectoplasm constructs? Because I was standing on them and I was jumping off of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Skull Crusher, rough exterior, all in. So hold on. Ectoplasm, Skull Crusher. Yeah. Do you want me to drop rough exterior and do all in? Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? 16. Oh my gosh. All right. 15. Yeah, you, you plummet from how many feet up were you? I would say like 10 to 12. Okay. So, yeah, you you recall the tendrils or whatever back into your shins, and you come down with your people's elbow right on top of the dog's crown. Uh, and since it was a hit with you got, you got definitely 10-plus uh, choose two that you do. I'll take a superior position in that I'll come back. Boom. So we can do two, right? So mm-hmm. I get them good. So I plus one so tier. So plus one, yeah. And then after, after I hit him with the elbow... I get him in like a headlock and I start giving him a ninja because okay I, because I can um yeah so you hit him with a uh a, a tier four so yeah you come down on the crown of this dog's head it it turned to look at Faye and then you come down on the crown of its head and it goes and you just knocked it out as you as you wrap up its neck it is just limp in your hands the other dog it is uh so I guess it's going to go after Ren since he shot in the butt. He is going to try to jump <laughs> up the like barrel of boxes. Like, <laughs> He's going to try to bound up the pile of boxes to uh, get at Ren. So Ren, roll a face the danger, and you can add your plus one uh, superior, or was it? Higher, higher ground. ground. Yeah, so I'll, in addition to my tags. Yeah. Okay. I have high ground, so dude. Ren sees this dog struggling and limping mm-hmm. and trying to climb towards it towards him so i'll use my incapacitated gun and then my lenses to make sure i get it really good this time when it actually goes down yeah well you're not you're not shooting it you're avoiding being oh, bitten oh avoiding yeah okay. so how do you avoid being bitten i'm gonna use my cybernetic lenses and glance my surroundings first because it's taking this dog some time like a couple seconds to get to me and so then I see that there's like another pile of boxes about like five feet away mm-hmm. that I'm like analyzing with my brain with my heightened processing speed to see if I can like make it and I think I can. Okay. So I'm going to try to leap over to that pile of boxes. I'll say you can use your heightened processing speed but not your uh, your lenses. Okay. Because your lenses won't really help you avoid the fight or All avoid right. the bite. Yeah. So that and then the higher ground tag. Okay. So plus two. Go ahead and roll. 11. Okay, yeah. So you, you jump from this pile of boxes to the next, 
and this dog gets to where you were, and it bites down with its massive jaw, shattering the box that you were just standing on, and then it kind of tumbles down the other side of the pile, uh, just completely whiffed. Uh, so th- is that everybody who's gone? Uh, I think Esther needs to... Oh, no. That's no, Esther, Esther came out and tried to calm it down. Um, okay, so there is... Malcolm isn't going anywhere. He is wrapped up very tight and well. But this dog is still... Uh, he jumped over and kind of fell into the shadows uh, on the other side of the boxes. Jeez, that was a close one. Um, I still want to try to inspire calm, but I had a question about the weakness tags because those are what help us get new uh-huh. power tags, right? Yeah. Um, so I wanted to try to inspire calm, but I also wanted to use the weakness tag. Um, I didn't have a dog growing up. Um, okay. And so maybe my weakness tag with dad's not here now um, and he didn't really do any teaching or anything with like how to okay. be so around teach animals you how to... Okay. or being around dogs like this. Like, sure. we did lots of training, but this wasn't something that we got around to. Sure, sure. Addressing. So, uh, you'll take a minus one to whatever you roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. And does that, does this shake in also? Is that minus yeah. two? So, you got a minus three to whatever you roll. But you do get one, you get one, one attention to a daddy's girl. Do I, so five, five plus one for my Inspire Calm would mm-hmm. be six, so it's mm-hmm. three. Okay, so you you jump over the boxes and you see the dog kind of on the other side of the boxes. His his head is turned away from you. Uh, his back is facing you, and uh, you you walk up and you're saying encouraging kind words to this dog. Hey, little buddy, we're not here to hurt you. Granted, he shot you, but you're okay. Okay. And as you reach out to pet him, he whirls around with his massive jaws and just clamps down on you, and you take a injured two status. So uh, you hear Esther scream out from the other side of the boxes. So I'm going to say since Ren is closest, I just mm-hmm. like sprint towards her okay. with my gun ready, okay. assuming that something terrible is happening, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, and I see what's going on, and I just immediately try to shoot the dog. I'm trying to not shoot Esther. Don't shoot okay. the dog. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Uh, go. This is this will be a go toe to toe. I got five, and then I'm gonna use the gun, and I'm gonna use the biorhythmic scanner to see where, because it's in the dark, mm-hmm. to see where Esther is, and then to see where the dog is, so that I actually shoot the dog and not Esther. Okay. So what'd you roll on, on total? Seven. Okay. And I'll say that, tell me what tags you're using before you roll. Okay. Uh, that's usually how it works. Um, but anyways, um, okay, you jump over, and you, you you see the dog, and you take a shot at it, and what, how much power tags did you have? Two. Okay, plus two. So that steps it up to a three Dreams Away status inflicted on it. Um, and so you shoot it, and it lets go of Esther's arm, and then it spins around and comes at you oh, and bites at you, inflicting an injured two status. <laughs> this dog. Right. 
give yourself a injured two status. Uh, who else? So on the other side of this pile of boxes, you hear Esther scream. You hear Rin running over to it. You hear a pop, pop. And then, ah! I will run over really uh-huh. quick. And then I uh, decide to swoop in and help by turning my ectoplasm construct into a lasso. So ectoplasm construct constructs and quick hands. Yeah. Seven. Go ahead and choose a one of these. Go toe to toe. If you're wanting to inflict a status on him, you need to choose a second one. So you get them good inflicting a status with tier equals power. Lasso. Okay. So lassoed, um, and what's your tags on that? It was two. But why can't I lasso him and then get the third one? Because go toe to toe is when you're struggling with somebody. And so you succeed in your struggle, but how do you succeed? Do you inflict a status? Do you manage to get to whatever you're trying to get to? Or do you, like, block them and stuff? So going toe-to-toe doesn't automatically mean that you inflict a status on him. And as you, you lasso his feet and you pull him back to you, he is going to let out a loud bark towards you and you are a shaken one. How long do they have statuses for until you rest a sufficient amount of time to recover them. Okay, so Faye hears all of this and is like, crap, stupid. And so she props him up and he's not going anywhere anyways because he's all entangled. Mm -hmm. Bolts over to where they are. She designs a cage with a new set of vines. So you see these vines that come, like, I can't think of the word. Help me. They burst through? Yes. Thank okay. you. <laughs> they burst through the front door and come over, and there's, she, like, fastens this cage together around the dog. So, entangling vines, mind control. <laughs> At what point are you going to limit these vines? Because I know it's coming. <laughs> I'm waiting for it, too. <laughs> Just keep pushing. <laughs> 11. Okay. So I get them good. Um, okay. So step it up by one. I'm going to do there's no collateral damage. Despite the vines bursting through, it doesn't hit any of the people or any of the other dog. So I'll say that you, you vault over, you shoot out your vines, right as the dog has barked and he's about to get up and bite Bill, uh, the vines wrap around him, and between Bill's lasso and your vines, you have successfully put this dog and wrapped him up and he is restrained. He is struggling against the restraints, but he is sufficiently restrained. So, dog one unconscious, dog two tied up, mad drug scientist next to a pile of boxes all tied up as well. Great. So I run back over to the scientist because... Okay. He is, he's like, he's struggling, trying to get out, but he is sufficiently tied up. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm going to drag him actually back to the where the light is and the table so that everybody else can come join me and we can talk to him and stuff. Waterboard him. No, we are oh. not waterboarding this poor I've guy. I've got a couple extra water bottles in my backpack. <laughs> Stop. Okay. okay, so Faye drags him. Also, please note at this point, all three of them are like either tending to their injuries and you just see Faye like arm around his waist while he's like thrashing and she's this little like five foot three girl like yeah so you you drag him into the middle Mm -hmm. of the room Mm -hmm. okay what are they paying you 
I swear I'll pay you more. You have no idea how much money I've made off of this. I slap him. <laughs> He's whimpering a little. Please, I don't know what they have on you. He's all yours. I, I don't care. You and Rin, do your thing. What's up with the drugs? What are you making? I took somebody else's formula, and I made it more lucrative. Who? What? Whose formula did you take? Please tell us. You know. The one who sent you. You. I know why you're here. I know they sent you. And I know you know who he is. Who they all are. Have you been taking this drug? <laughs> if I had, you would not have been able to defeat me. What does this drug I even do? I been taking the drug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, as Rin, you know what the drug does. This is a drug that after well, like, people makes take people it, yeah. crazy and stuff. Yeah, it makes them like, bah. What kind of powers does this drug do? I know it makes you go crazy and stuff, but it's just, it makes, I mean, I just saw all these videos of people attacking each other because of your dumb drug. My drug is not dumb. You take that back. It's really dumb. Stop. He's getting his feelings hurt. <laughs> drug dealers don't have feelings. Yes, yes, they you do. I'm not a drug <laughs> dealer. I'm a scientist. A brilliant scientist. Right, and who scientist. deals your drugs that you make? Drug dealers. Who's your top seller? Who buys from you most? Pedro. True. <laughs> Thank you, Pedro. <laughs> what were you talking about when you said uh, holy war? What's that? They have plans for this city. Who are they? The ones who sent you. Your mother? Sick burn, bro. He he looks at you almost for the first time. And his eyes kind of widen and he says, if, if they didn't send you, then who did? Who do you think sent us? The, and right as he says that, you hear glass shattering behind you. Uh, you hear the air split with a rifle fire. Uh, and then the doctor's head snaps back. Rin, you uh, get splattered with a bit of his blood and brain matter. Um, as a as a bullet just shreds through his head and comes out the back. Um, what do y'all do? Split second. Tell me. Drop. I drop and draw my gun. I form a riot shield and face it towards the broken window. Okay. You you all drop, raise your shield, uh, raise your gun. Another another shot breaks through the glass and strikes the chemistry set, and it starts to go up in flame. Malcolm is bleeding out on the ground. He is, I mean, he's gone. The table full of chemicals is going up in flames, uh, and the product is starting to catch on fire as well. What do y'all do? I, these vines, man. Um, so the vines that were holding him, when the guns... Yeah, Gosh. so there were there were two shots. Yes, when the, the shot one that took hit, out Malcolm and then I... the one that hit the chemistry set. But there's not been any other shots fired at you. A cool. few seconds have passed. Cool. So when the shots when I heard the shots, I dropped. Because of all of that, the vines released themselves okay. because I wasn't focusing anymore. Okay. So I'm gonna send one of those that was already there um, over to the chemistry set and grab one of the pill bottles that was at the end of the table. Okay. Um, and then I'm booking it out okay. of there. You you just grab one of them really quick, grab them in your hand, and start running. Yeah. You you all book it out of the warehouse. Um, pretty soon the fire spreads to all the other materials. It's going up. 
if anyone looks at the rooftops to see who shot, uh, you do not see anybody. Uh, whoever was there is gone. Dang it. I should have grabbed the dog. Um, oh, yeah. As soon as the fire started, the dog, like, ran out the front door and into the okay. the city. He's gone. Um, but as you're watching this uh, flame go up, um, you don't even hear any firefight, fire alarms or anything like that yet. Uh, you look at the bottle that you grabbed, Faye. Uh, it has a symbol on it. Um, the symbol looks like a spiky floor de lee or maybe it, it's, you, you're not sure what it looks like. It might be a spiky floor de lee It might be a crown with five points with a sword sticking through it or like a spear sticking through it. It could be some sort of bird in flight uh, facing upside down. You're, you're not quite sure. Um, but as you're looking at this, Esther, you take a glance at this bottle and you immediately recognize it. This is a symbol that showed up in your father's writings in his journal. Uh, if you are not emotionally invested in whatever these three people were into, it is now apparent to you that whatever is going on here is somehow related to your father. So this symbol was drawn in my father's notebook. Yeah. Was it drawn on a bottle or was it just drawn? He, he sketched it. He sketched it on a page in one of his journals. Right. But I'm saying like, oh, it's a, is it the just the symbol, symbol or is it, did he just draw the symbol or did he draw a bottle with that symbol? It's just a symbol. I'm going to say I like immediately see that Faye has this bottle and I very rudely grab it out of her hand. Um, no, you What don't. are you doing? Uh, excuse me, I'm an intelligent computer. I can look it up in all of the internet and the You're entire a city. Computer. I don't know about the intelligence. Faye, why did you grab that hands. bottle? I thought it would be important. It hadn't been touched by the fire yet. Well, can you find anything, Rin? New image search this. Yeah. Okay. I'll say you search it. There's no such thing that has ever been seen or recorded that looks like this symbol. Nope, nothing. There's nothing on the internet. I'll take it. Is this symbol on my poker chips? I'm not trusting no, any of you with this, this yet. We're friends, aren't we? No. No, we're not. have my phone number. I don't We're care. Facebook I friends. Have your f- we're pair gram friends. I will go back with you if you want to look at this more, but I am not just going to hand this off to any of you. Fine. I'll say that... At this point, it is uh, like 2 a.m. in the morning. It is a weekday. It is a weekday night. Uh, some of you have to get up and go to work in the morning. Are you going to split ways and reconvene at a later time? I think I can help you if you'll come back to my bar tomorrow. Okay, deal. I will bring the bottle. I swear to you. I just like pull out my scooter from my backpack <laughs> and just like start building it back up. And I was like, I'll see you guys later. I actually have a job to go to tomorrow. I'm a teacher, you idiot. For children. What do you even teach them? They're ABCs? I already know that. Oh my gosh. And, and I just like zoom off. It's like, but, 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 but. <laughs> I open my Goober app and I get a car to come I'll, to I'll say that um, I haven't, I was going to talk to you this out of episode and I might cut this out, but um, Jeremiah has a uh, deal with a local taxi service called Sticks Ferry Service 
and um, if it's basically they work like an Uber for you. If you need them to pick you up, they can come pick you up. They can take you to a job. They can take you anywhere. Whenever you are uh, ferry service doing stuff. Sticks. Ferry. Uh, so if you if you want to your goober or whatever you could actually dial the number of this that Jeremiah has given you in Hello? a taxi to come pick you up I need a ride <laughs> I want to ride to your bar and then get picked up if that's cool fair okay I fall asleep in the next week alright so you all part ways um, I want to do a a montage to end this episode set to like some trendy uh, trendy underground music you know very angsty Everyone tell me uh, what, I'll start with Esther, what do you do uh, at the, the end of your first mission, uh, you have your doubts, you have your concerns, all of that, uh, let's start with Esther. Esther, give me, a, give me a montage shot of what Esther does. Um, when I get back to the bar, I go um, back into the back, into the office area, and I um, reach into my drawer and I pull out uh, my version of a little black book uh-huh. um, and I start um, jotting down notes about uh, things from the evening about the people I met um, this would look very similar to if you were to look at my dad's black book and you were to look at my book it would look very similar to the beginning of his uh-huh. Okay, so you're writing your own book is there a picture of your dad somewhere in your office yeah, it's like right on the desk. Okay, so as you're looking up, you, you look up at the picture of your dad, and it kind of zooms into the picture, and then it fades to uh, Bill. You're riding in the taxi cab. Uh, what do you do? I'm in the taxi cab. I get, I get back home. But walk in, there's kind of clothes everywhere. There's like dishes in the sink. Um, and I just like walk over to my fridge, open it up. There's a flicker and a yellow light. I pick up like a carton of two-day-old Chinese food and just start eating it. And, like sit there and kind of like am contemplating. And then afterwards, um, I get up and I walk into a room that's very clean compared to the rest of the house. And I lay in a bed that is way too small for me. Yeah, today was really fun. I I met quite a few new people that you would have really liked them. Uh, they're a very interesting lot. But we got to fight bad guys. I know I know you like it when Daddy fights bad guys. And, I really I miss you Simon I hope you have a good night and then I just like kiss a teddy bear and walk into my bedroom and then um, I just kind of lay down and and look to the left of me and there's nothing there and I just kind of like like a tear drops down my face as I go to sleep good night and the lights dim out and as the lights dim out they come back on as Ren is flipping on the switch to his office Uh, we focus to Ren he's flipping on the switch because at his business, they, like, start working at, like, 5 or 6 anyways. Um, just because, for some reason, they're weird like that. Um, and there's, like, a stack of, like, resumes that Pablo, of, like, the two things I told Pablo to do was to unload the boxes and look at resumes or print them off. So, we've got, like, a stack of resumes I'm going through to see after my other two guys quit. And I, like, decided to choose on a guy named Andy and then uh, who is extremely intelligent and uh, and I can like see all the stuff that he's like doing on the dark web as well as like his real resume mm-hmm. while I'm like searching in my brain and then uh, this girl Deja who is very up and coming and was very similar to me 
So I like to pick their two resumes out and then set them aside and the, like get this very artificial, very uncomfortable cot uh -huh. out. And I put it in I got this tiny like pint sized pillow that I just like lay down. I'm like, well, might as well get three hours of sleep. So you lay down and you kind of recline in this uh, cot and uh, it pans over and we pass like between a wall and we come out on the other side. There is a the blue light of a TV screen is illuminating this living room and there's a man reclining very much how you were reclining. He has a beard, a tattoo of a snake and a knife on his hand in that same hand or in his forearm and in his hand is a bottle of beer half drunk and uh you hear some whimpering in the background and uh he kind of turns around and he says don't make me come back there boy you better shut up and the kind of gets quieter and then uh he he gets up from his recliner goes into the kitchen uh throws his glass bottle into the sink it shatters into a million pieces and he bends down to grab another bottle and when he comes up we need to talk. Jesus. He he lifts up his bottle to throw it. We're going to make this interesting. So he's got a cactus. Nice. Like one of those little ones that you like keep, like because it's the only plant that anybody can keep alive. And so he's yeah. got like a small potted cactus. Mm -hmm. And so that suddenly just like grows and creates this barrier between the two of us where I can still like see him, but he can't. It throws off his aim and he's... Okay. So he throws it and just shatters against the uh this cactus mm -hmm. what the what's going on and it recoils and goes back down let's try again i think we need to talk you, you're some kind of witch you're some kind of demon or something he grabs one of the kitchen knives and he wobbles it out and shakingly hold it holds it between you and he <sighs> i didn't want to have to do this and then you see the vines come under the front door and up the wall to where he is and then they wrap around his hands yeah he drops a knife on the ground what what hey <laughs> does it lift him off the ground or anything or just wrap him up no it pushes him against the wall so it wraps okay. his hands and then like since they were coming up on the wall it just they just pull it, him back okay. against the wall so he is he is just plastered against the wall I think the two of us are going to have a nice little chat so that you can learn how to behave. We we cut from that and we see a little boy in his room kind of up underneath the covers and we hear a very, we hear screaming. Oh God, no, oh no, oh no. And then the boy gets up, he goes to the door, opens it very slowly. The light streams into his room. He says, dad, dad, dad. We hear a door close from somewhere else in the apartment. The boy runs into the living room and sees his dad kind of cowering in fear in a corner in the uh, very alleyway shotgun shot, or yeah, shotgun uh, style kitchen. Dad, are you okay? Get, just stay, stay away from me, boy. I don't, I want any more trouble from you. I don't, just, I would, I just go to your room, kid. I'm not, I'm not gonna touch you anymore. All right, all right, dad. And then he walks away, and uh, the last shot is just this man quivering in the corner, just holding his holding his wrist and wringing his hands. End of episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Misconceptions. We'll be back next week with our next episode.
Now, uh, thanks for making it through that that long episode. Usually our episodes won't be that long. Uh, I try to keep the episodes around an hour long, uh, bite-sized as they were. But this one just went long. Uh, it was just the nature of combat, the nature of uh, wrapping it all up to give us a nice little narrative end to this scenario. Uh, but we will return to our normally scheduled one-hour episodes next week. Uh, I also apologize for... Uh, my my sniffling my at, uh, towards the end of the episode. Uh, if you haven't guessed it yet, I have really bad allergies and sinus problems. Usually, that is all taken care of with you know Zyrtec and Sudafed, but I guess towards the end of this uh, recording session, my meds were wearing out. Uh, but don't worry, that won't happen again. I will. Uh, I'll take my medicine to keep me uh, nice, dry, and crusty. Ugh, I don't know if that would be any better. Please find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can check out updates from our show or just keep up with whatever we're doing. If you like us, share us. We are a new show, and every listener counts. And if you really want to help us out, leave us a rating and reviewing on iTunes so that we can rise up in the charts and so people will actually see us when they Google City of Mist or Actual Play or Misconceptions. Because right now, it's kind of hard to find us. And if you're sitting there thinking, hey, you know what? I do like the show, but somebody else is going to take care of that for me. Well, we don't have anybody who has done that yet. Nobody's given us a rating or reviewing on iTunes. So you could be the first. You know, be the change you want to see in the world. Look at that man in the mirror and be like, Shimon! That was a sick Michael Jackson reference, wasn't it? Anyways, please go over, leave us a rating or review. Tell us how much you like us because no one has yet. If you're waiting for someone else to, don't wait. Do it now. And you know what? You could give us... I'll, I'll just give you a little example. You could give us like five stars and you can say, this is a great show. I love it. Uh, David is a very sexy person. I have only heard his voice, but I can infer that that must be how he looks. You know, it would actually kind of be funny if everybody did do that. I wonder, I wonder what iTunes would do about that. City of Mist is an RPG game created by Son of Oak Productions. If you like their stuff and you want to check out more of it, check out sonofoak.com. The music you heard at the beginning of the episode, and we'll hear here in a little bit, was written by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. And that's all for today, folks. And remember, a noun is a person, place, thing, or idea. 